Okay, you guys, we're back, motherfucker. One day I will do a serious intro for the show. Uh, welcome back. No, you won't. Yeah, because I mean, okay. If you listen, first, you know what? Let me, let me, let me. Let's not. not. Let's not. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to another episode of Loud and Wrong. Um, do we need to introduce ourselves at this point? No. Damn. Okay. Right. Let's let's jump into this shit. This summer we watched a lot of TV and a lot of movies. I watched more than Lenise um obviously. every time that I saw I don't know why, obviously. Um Mm-mm. every time I saw Lenise in person, I would just make her watch a bunch of shit. Um let me correct myself. You can't make Lenise do a single thing. I highly suggested we watch a list of things. And most of them I uh, we watch, but yes. some of the time I will fall asleep. And some of the time, some of the time I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch this, and then I'm like, wee, I'm not gonna watch anything. I'm gonna listen to a five hour podcast episode and have a great time. Shout out to, Shout out to Yasi Salik. Vance Blaine is my current uh fixation right now. It's my shit. I love that. But um. Mm, okay so the movie's been out for a while now and tar was not serving it was not serving i was not impressed we didn't finish it i think we got like an hour and like 15 into it um i i i I liked i like the lesbian abode i like their brutalist home where i was like you have a child here um, I thought the house was beautiful. I thought it was great, you know, architecturally speaking. I thought it was well shot. The framing was lovely. I, I also, it might also just be because I do not like Kate Blanchett. So see, what I was going to say is... Didn't she name her kid after Roman Polanski? She surely did. That's I the one? am okay. a person who, for the most part, enjoys some of Kate Blanchett's filmography. I think the best thing she will ever do to me is make me attracted to Bob Dylan in the 60s for, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> what? Oh, she plays Bob Dylan in the movie. No, like- wait, no, 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 no. Okay, no, okay. So we'll talk about Bob Dylan again. Um, <laughs> no, due to the fact that she played Bob Dylan, I... Bob Dylan was dead my entire life until I was like 23. Um, no, Bob Dylan. Honestly, um, no, oh, no, he kind of, he kind of, he kind of, he kind of looks like somebody um from <laughs> your past. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, no comment. Um, I'm Team Joan Baez, so oh, always. I um, didn't like. I'm also like Team his daughter that he. Mm. The black Bob Dylan's piece of shit. Tar yeah, was just. I said <sighs> that I would finish it just to get to the climactic part of her conducting, Ooh, conducting the scene. Back. Yeah, we can. We can. We can finish it. Like, where's the lesbian groomer part of the movie? Like, yeah, you, uh, I don't, I don't movie, know. Like, we happening. are halfway through the movie, and like, like I, I no see little glimmers up. of it. Like, I think we got to the part where they were doing like the auditions for chairs and shit, and I was like, hmm, bathroom scene, little weird. And then I was just bored. I was just, I was very bored by it. Um, 
but one of our beloved dearest most gorgeous sweetest loveliest Brazilians uh, shout out Mariana pew, 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 felt pew. similarly about after sun <laughs> because um, she said that she almost killed herself to be done with after sun her and I after said sun. back the same sentiment via tar so yeah her hating after sun is literally us watching tar because I loved after sun I think that yeah. Paul Mescal, I well she also Mescal, didn't but... watch normal people she was like this like normal people is for people who like don't fucking listen to Taylor Swift and I was like not absolutely exactly correct wrong. absolutely correct that's exactly what normal people was uh for people who listen to Taylor Swift and don't fuck or don't know what a g-spot is that's normal people um, but yeah, Paul Meskel. Um, fantastic. Committed, I thought he was fantastic. Committed to, saying, committed to saying his last name correctly. I, I am think not the movie was really good. Place. I think him and I, Frankie Corio developed a good, like, actual, genuine yeah. relationship where you actually believed he was her dad. And then I read somewhere, I think of the interview that we watched where he was like, I asked her parents, like, if I could just, like, take her for two weeks and, like, actually build a relationship with her so that yeah. when we started to film it wasn't weird and I was like wow okay I think it was a good movie to be honest which is I really think- sweet I'm interested like- see- to see him in Gladiator and like the the difference in like the story that he's gonna be in and then he's doing like a movie with the priest dude uh Andrew Scott it's called something- Hot Priest dude, I don't even remember yet from Fleabag so I'm interested didn't in watch that Fleabag. Um- you Fleabag is for the girls who act like they don't listen to Lana Del Rey, but they worship at her altar. That's what Fleabag is. Oh, wait. So alternative to the Lana Del Rey delegation. So you're more so saying they're girls that are obsessed with Ethel Kane. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. That it is. That's that's accurate. And I watch I Fleabag. So that I'm going to watch it. Um, but I pretend I have ethics, and like I don't watch anything that's on Amazon. And when I did, I scanned Amazon out of a free like seven day trial, so I could watch Mozart in the Jungle. Um, um you're not really but missing I, much for Fleabag. It's... I like Paul Mescal. I think he was fantastic in the movie. I think the storytelling was also done very fucking well. I think so as well too. Like you don't, I don't think it needed to be explicit about what happened to him yeah. to make it more gut wrenching and punching. Like you didn't need to know what really happened to him. You were left in the no. state of like, oh, he was really struggling, and whether he lived yeah. or whether he didn't live, you got to see this moment of him having joy with his daughter, but also struggling. Behind but also the like trying to force the joy and kind of like doing these things where he's not really thinking about the future and exactly. he's not really concerned with life. Like going diving, but he's not a certified diver. Him buying that really expensive rug when he was like in a financial hard space, taking her on vacation, even getting in the water with his cast on, like this and that. Um, do I understand why we saw Paul Meskel's entire butt? No. I mean, um, his dick was out of normal people, so it's just, you know, why not? Well, okay, my <laughs> thing, like, the, the everybody's like, gratuitous sex scene, gratuitous oh, sex scene. Oh, are we getting into this? Because I have some thoughts. Let's talk about it. Gratuitous nudity. Like, I think it creates this very strange dynamic. Um... And I remember he talked about, like, somebody just came up to him when, like, after Normal People aired and was like, 
I saved a nude picture of you onto my phone. And I don't understand who raised you, where you think to look at somebody in a social setting and go, I have a nude picture of you on my phone. Listen, if you have it, you have it. I would never look somebody in the eye and be like, oh, I carry around this nude photo of you. Like the the brain damage the pandemic caused, like people understanding it's terrible. Like social interactions is absurd to me. The social and everybody. No, go ahead. Like, no, 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 go. The social skills of people like twenty five and under, maybe like twenty seven and under, is batshit insane. First one, twenty seven. Well, first of all, you are an anomaly, okay, visionary. You also raised yourself. So, you know, you we know you have common sense. But the people who don't have common sense are people who, why would you look at this person, the stranger that you don't know, and go, hey, save the nude of you. That's fucking weird. Because it's like the relationship that we have with air quote celebrities is, is so oh tainted and strange. And like, the focus on like Dumois and like who people are sleeping with, who they're dating, who they're following, this and that. Like here, at the end of the day, I love to gossip with my friends. I love a little gossip moment. I think healthy. I gossip in private, even if it's a public manner. I'm not going to sit in a public space talking about somebody's life. It's a very strange thing to do. It's like people who have spent the entirety of their time on the internet, like telling the internet everything about them. And then they have like people being like, well, you had chlamydia three times when you were with this guy. And they're like, whoa, 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 calm down. You're a little too in my business. And everybody's like, I mean, you've put your business out there for like 35 years since we followed you on Tumblr, like in 2012. But I think the way we interact with people is just such a fucking issue and like it kicked off a lot like during the pandemic with Dumois and everything and she really fucking capitalized off of that um and now has monetized off of that and it's so insane to me no it's so insane to me like blind items have always existed like they've yeah, always they aren't existed. really new in any sort of capacity but the way that they are done now is really fucking toxic yeah because and you don't know if it like it's never really true some of the time and then on top of she that literally like, has like submissions that she submits herself and she like says that they were like confirmed by sources or she was told and okay. it's very strange okay. yeah okay um, um but I just think, like, the way, like, of the Paul Meskel and, like, him being naked and after sun and normal people, like, the way in which we talk about, like, sex scenes and this and that and shows, movies, etc. is so weird. Um, okay. Um, because everybody sure. acts like euphoria was, like, gratuitous sex scenes, gratuitous nudity, horrible, scary, horrifying, worst thing you ever saw. And, like, maybe, maybe I'm desensitized, like, because I watch Skins, like, I was pirating the fuck out of Skins, but I'm lost. There's a tweet from somebody, um, I don't say it enough, I'm from Vegas, and everybody's like, yeah, Euphoria is not that bad if you went to high school, like, in Vegas, and everybody's like, Euphoria is not that bad, were they doing Spice? Were they doing Spice? Stop comparing it to Vegas. Were they doing Spice for fun? I think the puritanical 
uh we like why don't are we pearl sex we don't want to do this mixed with the gratuitous it's very it's all fucking boring if you don't fucking like, touch your clit can... and like rub one out like jerk get the cream going either you do Shut or you off. don't like it's really not that serious everybody has a body <laughs> everybody has a nude body it's just but, like boring. everybody asks like every scene in a show or a movie has gratu- to like yes. have no but it has to have like a point behind it like every part of your life doesn't have a point behind it. You are doing monotonous, unimportant things throughout your day to get through it. And if a movie is only about plot points, it's not really a story. You're not really telling anything. Like this isn't fucking taken. Calm the fuck down. I think it's hilarious to watch a lot of people sit and act like sex isn't like a normal thing like we all do it we all have it some people do some people don't it is really a normal thing that happens in life it can be used as a plot device but it also can it easily be not used as a plot device if you are scandalized by a sex scene in 2023 just go outside and touch grass I literally was in a situation where I was watching a horribly horrible episode of true blood with my grandfather and my mother when i was like 14 15 something like that oh, it's God. just like it's just, it's just just so much nudity and so much sex neither of them made it weird but i felt uncomfortable because i was like no 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 but like i have it's honestly all it's interesting to see pearl clutching by like mm-hmm. lana del rey fans and yeah, I'm like, exactly that's what i'm you've saying been like your pussy tastes like pepsi Pepe since you were about 13 so, so like i don't okay. understand the difference between listening to music that has sexual whatever lyrics and then turning around and being like oh i can't consume that in movies and sexy red gave us bangers, so I don't see what the issue here. I is. got to introduce Lenise to sexy red. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, bagger. Okay. <laughs> um, another movie that did not turn cut to me was Midsummer or Midsummer, as I like to call oh it. God. What an awful yeah. movie! I here. Okay, hot take. This is not a hot take because we would agree on this. We need white film auteurs to stop acting like. Ari Aster is the end all be all of like horror and like psychological thrillers. Okay, so I have a question. Like, he did Hereditary, correct? Yes, he did Hereditary, Midsummer, the Bow movie, The Strange Thing about the the Johnson, which don't ever, like, do not ever. I, we talked about this, but we watched Hereditary like on my birthday because everybody honestly still wants those sweatpants. Um, But we had been talking. (laughs) about it and you were like well i think you might like it you might not and i was like well i mostly want to watch it because i'm trying to like watch things that everybody's talked about instead of being like oh i've never seen it and like having an opinion from like i've never seen it just watching it and like if it sucks it sucks i can turn it off whatever we sit down to watch it for my birthday i am giggling throughout this entire movie i can't stop fucking laughing and the only scene that I fucking like despise with the piano whiner and Tony Collette like hanging from the rafters in their attic. Fucking hated it. A horrible movie. Horrible. Ho- literal horrible movie. And like I get it. Like it was supposed to be like shot like a stereotypical like horror film and this and that. But like Tony Collette's overacting. Like I could not do it. But Midsummer. Um just- okay. Uh Amory Man is- in that movie is- got what they deserve though. 
they did. But Florence Pugh is incredible. She did a great job, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what the? And also, like, my friend is from this a small village, and every summer they bring their friends home. That doesn't sound weird to you? That sound like a red flag to me, baby. Honestly, I love coming from skeptical people where we ask a shit ton of questions. <laughs> and I'm blind, um, because so really the, uh, who's all going to be there? Exactly. The question. Oh, the who all going to be there delegation? We would never in our fucking lives. We'd be like, okay, who all going to be there though? She says she like you need a you need a specific amount of people. Like, why do you need a specific amount of people to go with you? That's weird. It is very and it's weird. Just the like the premise of the movie was good. Yeah, the like the premise is great. Like I would never like, was good. The way it was shot was absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, fantastic. Gorgeous. Cinematography was lovely. Um, um, I, you know, like maybe I just don't also understand other white people because, like, the appeals who have so much incestuous shit in yeah. movies, especially like horror movies, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you a white delegation y'all really want to fuck your siblings like that because like (laughs) i was watching that movie like okay so like they cousins and they like what like they brother and sister and what like i don't get it i don't understand why that's like a go-to trope for things the whole thing the whole thing being like the seer person is like somebody that is purposely inbred and like disabled yeah. to put it just plainly and like i i was just like i know what this man does where he's like i'm gonna sit around and i'm gonna write these absolutely abhorrent movies and then i'm gonna shoot them in a beautiful stunning way i'm also a sick fuck like great casting wonderful casting beautiful gorgeous the entire thing like the skull crushing hammer thing i that had a excessive. horrible time Honestly, I fell asleep like what three times. So I was just more like, than three times. I was like, I wanted to go not... to sleep desperately. And I, everybody hates gratuitous sex. I hate gratuitous violence. Yeah, if you're gonna get very gratuitous. And guess what? One of my favorite movies is fucking Scream. And I hate gratuitous violence. Like if you're gonna give me violence, get plot point it. Of Scream. Should we talk about that one? This episode. We can talk about we... Okay, yeah, Scream Six. Let's let's. Talk. I was trying to go in like order of us watching. Of, of watching. Okay. Well, because you but mentioned it. But Scream Six. What a fantastic <laughs> movie! It's a good time. I, I had a I didn't like time. five that much. Like yeah, I was no, five was terrible. Out when we were watching five. Um, we go to like a like local record store here, and we were like talking, and he was like, "Oh no, like." It was actually horrible. Like I heard nothing good about it. And I was like, "Well, now I have to watch it." Yeah. Um. um Scream Five was fucking horrible. horrible. Um, but Six, and, I like, think, it, really invigorated fucking, like the fucking okay, franchise. Pause. Do you remember like the cable network? I think it was like called Chiller. Yes, Chiller TV. That's just all Scream Five reminded me of. Was yeah. Chiller. <laughs> I really enjoyed Six. I really enjoyed this set up for the first scene i enjoyed that they like kind of diverge from the typical like plot points and storylines and this and that and didn't go the predictable route where like they all follow a specific structure and they went away from that and i think they did it in a really good way they kept it interesting and new and relevant 
Right, because even like we when we like oh we like oh we know who the killer is and we figured it out. So it was like oh it's nice to see like how that. Lenny didn't figure out who the killer was. I figured well, it out. I mean, and she. I was like mm, wrong. I'm right. I mean, aren't I you always chilled. right? I knew who one of the killers were. I didn't think the other person was, but then it started. I'm not up, always so I right. Was like, but when it comes to Scream, I watched that. I watched it way too young, and I do my best to figure it out. R.I.P. Wes Craven. R.I.P. I think um, he would have liked Scream Six, though, because I think he would have liked it. I don't think he would have liked Scream Five. Don't he would have supported it? But that he would have either supported these movies or he would have actually enjoyed what people after him did because he knew his movies were the shit okay he knew yeah and i think like with him it was cool for him to be like i don't do them anymore and it's not really my business but like i think what they're doing is cool with them john carpenter is like whatever you guys are doing with halloween leave me the fuck out of it i've been out of those movies oh they still exist huh that's crazy wow i watched the one that was released last year or like two years ago where oh. Kyle Richards like reprised her role. Oh, the she one, was the little uh, girl in the first okay. one. Yeah, okay. Um, and it was just like a typical Halloween movie. Like it, it, you watch them because they're predictable and you know what's going to happen. And that's me with Scream. But I was happily, like happy and pleasantly surprised with Scream. So I didn't really have any issues with it. No, I had a good time. I think uh, Scream 7, we need to let my nigga kill because she, like, she tired now. Just, like, let her, like, do, like, a reverse Dexter and, like, let her kill, yeah. like, killers because, like, I'm tired. Like, we, she needs... And I, I think that would be more interesting at that wrong. point. Exactly. Also, I would... them bringing back Hayden Panettiere, I was like, oh! Was yeah, nice that was, like, her. a nice little touch to see her in a movie and, like, see her actually reprise her role and nobody take over for her. Exactly. I don't know. So bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, Good job calling it its name. Shout out to Rachel Senate. Shout out to uh, Miss Bodies, 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 as I call her. Fantastic. That's she, all the name refers to her as. That's literally I, her name to me. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I feel like the, the most important thing to know with Rachel Senate, which like Bottoms is playing right now, we'll eventually see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the most important thing to note with Rachel Senate is th- that I was privy to who she was because somebody was like, you're telling me she's making all these tweets about older men and it's about a dude that's part of fucking come town. That's embarrassing for her. But like, all she's of these single tweets now, so I guess. Yeah. are about a man from, Co- which he's, you know, not part of we're not getting into that but i was just like huh and i wasn't i never put it together that it was like her like i was aware of her twitter for the longest time and people were just eating her up being like you're tweeting these things about this man and i do think we should hold each other accountable for when we tweet very desperate sad things about men who are less than deserving of it I have nothing nice to say. So the movie was great. Um, I enjoyed it. I was I think. confused because I was like, okay, so like she went to a different school and she's like foreign and like she's like like really attached to her phone. And I was like trying to figure out what the deal was there. And then I was like, you know what, whatever. Like the whole movie is about yeah. like nobody knows what the fuck to do once they lose their cell phones. And I was like, you know what, fair enough. That's why I was like, I loved it. I enjoyed it because I like let go of trying to like figure out what this movie was. And I realized it's about young people not a- being able to have fucking life skills and not being able to like do shit uh, without yeah. their phones. And then yeah. them all also 
being stupid enough to try to go viral and that backfire and the domino effects of that yeah Pete and like shout out to Anna like, Sui's niece uh Chase she was actually pretty good in that movie she was good in it I, I, think, I that was it's the first thing that I've seen her in actually so I think that the cast was great shout out Lee Pace the movie like the writing yeah. of the movie like you weren't yeah. trying to get a julia roberts for that shit it reflects no. and imagine um, i feel like the people's princess now a care julia roberts is io so yeah and you know we love her so you gotta take a break um io is really the people's princess and it'll be i'm very interested to see how her career like her and miss bodies 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 aka rachel i'm really interested to see how they like pan out especially after bottoms because i've been hearing like so so things about it so far some people love it which is annoying because rachel uh wrote bottoms with like her best friend so like that's her movie baby person right shiva shiva whatever Shiva. shiva They wrote it together, which I did see that. So I'm interested to see the movie for myself and see how, uh, like, the trajectory of that movie goes. Because, like, gays and Fight Club? Sign me up, bitch. Also, side note, which I could have texted you, can you send me the link to the Medusa movie again? Sure. Um, Which, for a while, you know, legal things. Um, Medusa Deluxe is an A24 movie that doesn't seem to be getting a lot of promotion. They the didn't States. promote it. They silently released it. And uh, I discovered it via YouTube. So I said I was going to check that out because it seems very good. It's about like a, a murder a mystery show. at a car, uh, not a car show, a murder mystery at a hair show, a hair competition show. So it seems pretty good. So That's where my people are from. So Medusa Deluxe, uh, check that out if you haven't. Um, also, check out the one movie that we will never get the sequel to at this point. Also, uh, for everybody striking, uh, th- these corporations and these companies. Pay your fucking, fucking pay writers. You. Pay your fucking writers. Like, simple. It's really that simple. Pay your Paying writers. Pay fucking agreements with residuals. Like, actually yeah. pay. pay people for pay. work. Y'all sit on billions literally... of dollars. Pay. Yeah. I'm literally reading a book right now about AI, so it's like it's poor word, but like it's interesting to be reading a book about AI and like the technical aspects of it while there's an active strike going on where they're trying to like employ AI technology to write these things. Because listen, it's not you can never train a machine to do a person's job. You well, and nobody can't. talks about like the human labor that goes into like building yeah. an AI. It's you just pay pay your fucking writers pay, pay your, your fucking, fucking writer rooms we pay, support pay, unions we support exactly. striking uh a cab fuck billionaires all that like pay your people it's really that simple so we will exactly. never ever in our lives at this point get the sequel to uh spider-man uh across the universe <laughs> which that movie already across has the spider-verse own. yes across the spider-verse whatever it's too many words in these titles okay that movie had its own set of drama with like Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Like we and edits and this and yeah, that and, and constantly sending things and back to the design like, team and the animators. Interested in that drama, there is a great uh Vulture, Vulture? link that we will yeah. put in the description or whatever. Where we I save articles, so I got we'll, you. We'll put that in there. But the movie itself was fantastic. It was great, but was there was moments fun. where you could like see like issues with the animation 
Yeah, because, you know, at a certain point, they really tried to do, like, a lot. Like, they tried to do too much. An for, like, a two amount. and a half hour, like, An window. Yeah. yeah. And then I read recently that Daniel Kaluuya, shout out, uh, Poshkin, uh, they you were going to cut his character because they were like, it's too much and we don't have the time and this and that. But turns out you put him in the movie and he was like the fan favorite. Like everybody loves Spider-Punk because he was actually really good. I was actually happy to see. He was fucking hilarious. He was hilarious. I was happy to see a lot of him in the movie as much because I thought it would be just like a blip really yeah i did like all of the stuff with all of the spider people together i thought that was mm-hmm. fun um the movie's been out for months now so if you have not seen it that's kind of on you miguel you bitch ass nigga i swear if i ran into him on the street it would be a fight because what do you mean like you did all of this all of yeah. this for what bitter bitches bitter bitches okay free my man miles morales get him in the right time zone it sucks that we will not see part two for like at least a decade but and you know what i'm happy pay your fucking writers yeah pay pay them like i don't even want to talk about spider-man that much because it's so involved in the strike and the ai shit and like pay your animators pay your people that work on these movies pay your fucking runners like pay everybody single level hey the movies do not get made unless you're paying every single person and i'm very interested because i did see um today or yesterday that killers of the flower moon or flower moon of the kid whatever marty the the movie is now going to still be worldwide released on i want to say october 20th because they were talking about doing Mm -hmm. a limited release but they said that they were going to do worldwide. So I'm very interested to see that. I will be seeing that movie. I'm interested to see if they're going to do press because they're, yeah, if you, they're because part of the union. You're not allowed to do press. Exactly. You are not allowed um, in any capacity. I love Marty Scorsese forever, though. So okay. I need you to live forever, Marty. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Love your daughter. Love her TikToks. Um, She's funny. RP their dog. Enough time has passed now, so we can get into the bear. The and bear, the, ba- the biggest oh. fan of the replacements on the fucking planet, B- bitch. When I tell you the REM hive, the replacements hive, the refuse. people who worship at the refuse, can I scream? New noise drop. We they dropped that what three or four times? Three times, no, like three times. I think in like the span yeah. of like three or four episodes, and I was like, yeah, beautiful. Now. You always like, let Carmi fuck, let Carmi fuck. And then you see what happens because y'all wanted him to fuck. And we all had to suffer with the indie girl trope, which I love that like video or TikTok. I love that ice cream truck. It's like, Um, like, okay, I do get his dilemma of the second season is trying to have a personal relationship or, like, rekindle a personal relationship. Right. He'll still try to come and, like, raise his business up and, like, open his restaurant. But, like... And it's hard. Like, it's hard to balance things. Like, you want to like yes. for yourself, but you're also trying to do this. And I think they did. Like, it was annoying, but they also yeah. did it in a very accurate way. Because give a man that is supposed to be doing his fucking job a woman they're interested in and the goddamn do they do their goddamn job brazos dead babes dead babes bonge as y'all like they, say dead just gone like they forget how to do the things that they're good at because they 
are just so up a girl's butt. Um, and you Shout could out. argue that women do the same thing, but I know how to do my job. Um, yeah, you so. know what? This is before I get to the show. This is the thing. Uh, people, men women, are gays, gays, disproportionately massive simps. We like, all way know how to do on. our jobs very quickly and effectively and efficiently because yeah. if we do not, then oh, because we are the minority yeah. group, it gets the hammer cracked down very quickly. But as soon as you let a man just get a morsel of attention, brain cells out the window and don't know how to do his yeah. job like he fucked up so much because he was yeah. so and i had to pick up all the slack all the slack but... and didn't get the credit like sydney did no. not get the credit at all sydney didn't and get the credit for her because it's even her to be a private or like secret investor or whatever they said which is fucked up like yeah it's like 80 percent her restaurant it's her work she was the one going all around chicago which i got somebody who literally was like posting all the restaurants that sydney had gone to which is really cool mm. but it it's just like insane because you have a black woman who is yeah. doing all this labor exactly. she's putting all this effort and she's putting all this time and she's getting disrespected she's not being listened to which again you expect it but then you have fucking carmy who's just like fucking off can't get anything together not um, not a fucking thing i will say I thought I was going to be let down for a second season because typically with the success they had, with the amount mm-hmm. of attention that it got, this and that, I thought they were going to like falter because most people do. Babe, they did babe, a great job. Babe, that fucking episode six, bitch. What I tell you, I was, str- I was like, damn, do all white families have this much drama? Because yeah, Jesus Christ. Like Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, I want her to give that Oscar back, and I think that she yeah. should get an Emmy for this because this yeah. was her caliber. John Mulaney being in it, I had a crush on John Mulaney. So. I know. Uh, <laughs> Ma- Maddie Matheson, my king. I love him. He is doing so well. I really hope that uh, you know, Which, when everybody's paid. Yes, I was factually annoyed because. They kept him covered up for like most of the season. I was like trying to see what shirts he had on, and I kept like trying to look. You know and figure what? Out what? Speaking of, he was wearing, and I was trying to figure it the fuck out. That fucking Prince and New Generation T-shirt is one of his yes. faves because he wears that on the daily. You all the time on his Instagram, he wears it all the time. Yeah. He wore it on season one. He wore it on yeah. season two. You will catch him out with his wife and kids. He has on that shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to him because he was like, he's doing very well, and I hope when everybody gets paid that season three they actually if he has the time he gets his own standalone more, episode yeah he gets his own standalone episode because i would love because he does so much about like uh, between his yeah. farm yeah. and everything else he does but i want to know more about his character same i want to know more about his character his brother like how he knows the family i would love to see that character growth because R- richie's standalone that might have been the that most... episode was so good and i so good. listen I support women. I support women's rights. I believe in feminism. But when it comes to Taylor Swift, that's my gray area. And yeah, I will tell you, the Taylor Swift love story drop when he's just singing in the car. Honestly, oh, it was cute it was as hell. Perfect. It was cute as hell. It was it was that's, that will be the only time I ever say anything nice about that demon ever in my life. It was perfect. It was beautiful. Shout out to the Black God, the legend, who does not get nearly enough credit 
Robert Ever. fucking Townsend for being Sydney's dad, and him he being was like so I happy. Called, and immediately I was like, yes, because I love the show, and I would love to play her dad. That and her man, requesting him yes, her was requesting, so fucking cute. Listen, everything aligning, I was like, ugh, because it was just so perfect. It was so beautiful. Like their relationship, even and the though, way they interacted was yeah. So good. Even when you see, he's kind of like, I don't think this is what you should do, but I yeah. love you, and I'm he's still trying to be like a supportive that. dad. He's still not telling her like, no, you need to stop. Is very. Am I gonna get emotional? No, but it is yeah. very like heartwarming to be a black woman and see another black woman have a very sweet and pure relationship with her dad where he was like very supportive even if he didn't necessarily understand it but he gave her why she was doing it yeah he understood it and he gave her the tools and he gave her that book that she like worshipped the season two was just so good because I also it was was really like and I "Mm, I don't know adore Lionel I adore Lionel oh, don't mm, I would give him the big piece of chicken mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is a goddamn man bitch and I love to Will see Coulter, an episode ooh. Will Coulter I was like thinking this so boy's good. tattoos listen I was like why not one back also he was in Midsummer, wasn't he he sure listen Will Coulter is a great actor he he go for being the he's fantastic absolute worst bitch you know to the best okay bitch you so know you'll, you'll know this because i don't i'm not like will Poulter hive is he english yes he is actually english okay well fuck off because th- i was just like yeah no he's the <laughs> fuck is this accent from uh, i will be more accurate and tell you exactly where he is from and just thank you because it'll make more sense because but i really english. I really liked his standalone episode. I'm also horrible with their character names. Um, I you adore Lionel. will love this because Will Poulter is a fucking Aquarius, born January 28th, 1993. He is from Hammersmith, and he went oh, to the University sense. of Bristol. So he is that actually makes English, yes. <laughs> that accent makes a lot more sense when you say Hammersmith. I knew he was an Aquarius, though, because the like every Aquarius man looks like a frog, and he looks like frog so with respect he's so talented <laughs> but also shout out to everybody that they have in their department who does like the staging of the food and put so much effort and work into making everything look beautiful they have like the best food department that i've seen mm-hmm. on tv i wish i could remember her name right now but she posted i cannot uh, remember her name yeah same literally have stuff saved from her same so whenever she, we post the episode i'll like repost from she her posted something very sweet about lionel about how he was always showing up and like interested in what they were Shout doing to the man that used even... to work at fucking hollister yeah he, he listen he is a really uh alia shawkat voice nigga we made it okay he went from loiter squad odd future to like I really hope that um it'll be difficult because they won't pay, they won't pay their people but like if award season was to go through it would have been interesting to see how the bear would do because everybody yeah, kind of just bear. Jeremy but there are other people on that show who do great jobs like Lionel is Okay one. this sounds derogatory I love Jeremy Allen White I think he's a fantastic no, actor let's get it. Let's get but like it. second season I like that there was less focus on him like he had his Same. own shit going on but you got a chance to like refocus on the other characters exactly and really 
see how strong they are as characters, but also how strong these actors are in these roles and just how much they care about this show. Because I really thought that it would suffer a sophomore slump where it would be so critically acclaimed that the second season just couldn't stand up, but it was so fantastic. And now that we have two seasons, I said I will watch season one and two like consecutive together Mm -hmm. to see how the storyline goes instead of having like that break in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, Great show. Great season. Great music. R.E.M. Hive. We fucking ate. Listen. We ate. I was having the best time with the music drops i love how committed they are to dropping new noise same i love that that is now like the patron saint of the bear which like you know makes me really fucking happy people who have never heard refuse in their fucking life they now they know, now know new it. noise they're which now is, yeah. aware of what the swedish legends yeah swedish shout out to refuse like slay um shout out to me getting the fucking refuse shirt that just says can i, can scream? I scream honestly legends only um, I'm very committed to my vintage t-shirt collection, just like Maddie Matheson. So same. I am too. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Um, Linnie's is factually committed to my vintage t-shirt collection because I'll send her shit and she'll be like, oh, it'll be there Tuesday. And I'm like, yeah, I'm committed to the vibe. What the fuck you mean? Committed to the vibes. Which, um, side note, no, no, no. We're focusing on this for five seconds. I got the Angelina Jolie hackers shirt, her Vivian Westwood shirt, like the R. exact colorway. R.I.P. Viv. I see I'm committed like legends only that's um, the only time I've ever wanted to fuck a blonde man listen hacker one day I feel like we have to do an episode of like our favorite movie we can <laughs> yeah. I would like I I would have to do like a top five same I would have um, to do I would have to like narrow it down to just five um are we going to talk about the big movie of the year in this episode or should we wait? Should we keep the hive on their toes or should we get like... Are you talking about Barbie? Yes, Is that I what I was Barbie. trying to figure out? Yes. We can wait to talk about Barbie. We like, we watched so much this summer. We can wait to talk. We can wait to talk oh, about Barbie. Let, since we're, we're going to do Barbie next episode. That goddamn Julia Roberts, white people, white people. Let me tell you something. The niggas, we finna claim Julia Roberts as our own. Because Pelican Brief, I my best friend's what she tried oh, to kill somebody's I man. Make, pause. I have to make you watch Aaron Brockovich because you've never seen. I've it. I've never seen. I just know titties. I just honestly. Pause. I should really be like honored as the patron saint of Julia Roberts. Um, Bitch, but I'm about to make you a prayer candle with the Julia Roberts, <laughs> and it'll say patron saint of Julia. Roberts. The last time Lenise was here, I had her watch Mystic Pizza, which is like. There's a plot, but it's just like a cute movie, and you get to just enjoy the movie. Her hair looks fucking great in it. The cast is fucking insane. I don't give a fuck about the plot of that movie. Vincent D'Onofrio in that movie, my god! You just want me for my dick. Like, uh, first of all, you were a six-three man, obviously, but second of all, he was him and Lily Taylor. Lily Taylor don't really get the credit that she deserves as no. an actress. I feel like. Because she's so diverse in like the roles that she takes, but she also does a fantastic job. Um, my best friend's wedding, Julia Roberts had me on her fucking side. I didn't care that she was trying to steal Cameron Diaz, man. I was like, oh. maybe we should listen to Julia Roberts. Listen, the scene where she puts on the wedding ring and it's stuck on her finger and he gets it off. Ugh. And Dur- Dermot Mulroney is still a baddie till this goddamn listen, day. He's um, like, what a change. A train, a train like cellist uh cellist yeah 
and he's a he is so cool he is just so wow talk about a deep and interesting lore yeah, listen um she was Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say you watched Pelican Brief and you loved the fuck out of it. Shout I out did, to Stanley Tucci. I just who's watched it. That movie. <laughs> I just watched it the other day. Like, I love the movie. It is so good. You mean to tell me you put Denzel and Julia in a yeah. movie together? The cast in that movie is also insane. It is fantastic. Like, when you it run down so it, good. it is so good. It's a fantastic uh, movie. But yeah, what, what did I watch? The iconic that the black man lives. A deep blue sea. I had the best time watching her watch this movie. How does Saffron Burroughs? She's so hot. Love her. She's wow, beautiful legend. LL Cool J slay. It was just like so. Question: LL Cool J was like what the chef on this show? Yeah, he's the chef who okay, is also like a, a preacher or something like that. I don't know, but he's the chef. Okay, shout out to his bird. R.I.P. His bird. Yeah. All right. Um, deeply demonic for this man to be hiding in the oven and the fucking like <laughs> shark to try to Sylvia Plath him. I was. <laughs> Uh, listen, it is a wonderful, delightful, horrible R.I.P. Sam Jackson. Uh, he died far too early in the movie for me. And I was just, wa- Linnice was like upstairs, like still waking up, kind of asleep. And I'm like, I'm just going to put on Deep Blue Sea. Like they're taking it off of HBO, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to watch it. And I'm fucking sitting there, like two cups of coffee deep. Like, and that was also the same day that I spilled salsa all over myself on the couch. So I don't know if that was like a great day, but it was a fine day. Listen, um, mid nineties, I think that uh, is like a cult hit, like Deep Blue Sea. Like you have to like specifically be in it to get yeah. it. Whereas like mid nineties is like if you were like, around skaters and like you did skaters did a great job with they did. that. They always really um, do, really. It's it's a perfect like distillation of like that point in time. Like if you were around skaters, even like in the early two thousands, like that is it's a fine movie to you. It's funny. It's perfect for what it is. It's not more. It's not less. It is perfect for what it is. They call exactly. that boy fuck shit. They called the other boy eighth grade or fourth grade. What the fuck did they call him? Fourth grade. Fourth, fourth grade. <laughs> Sorry, I got traumatized by the Bo Burnham movie where he was trying to write about teenage adolescence for a girl. Oh, he does that. Oh, okay. So you didn't watch this movie, but everybody kept saying it's great. And like girls were saying, like, Bo Burnham really captured. No, if I would like, necessarily. <laughs> well, he talked like with the main. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this shit, and I'm like, again, I'm confused about what white girlhood you went through versus what white girlhood I went through, because there, there's paths, paths that are not crossing here. I'm confused. What the fuck is this? Uh, this reminds me of Sofia Coppola recently said she makes movies for girls to see other girls' stories. And listen, she might not know no black people, she might not know no ethnics, but Sofia Coppola, I have seen myself I reflected her. in her movies. And to hear that Bo Burnham of all people wrote a movie about adolescent girlhood, I hated the movie. I just when I tell you I watched the whole movie and I was sat there because like listen I remember who I was in eighth grade I remember the things I went through I remember this and that and I was like again we all have different like paths in girlhood but there's typically 
there's things that are relatable to one another. We might have not right. had the same life, but there's things that we all relate on. And I was watching that shit and I was like, See, now I'm going to have to watch this movie because, like, I'm confused. And I, I already know that I'm going to go in hating it because, like, I just. Like, listen, I'm trying to think of something nice to say. It wasn't even well shot. It wasn't well lit. Oh, I was annoyed okay, the entire movie. I was annoyed the entire movie. And, like, I don't really, like, I don't have feelings toward Bo Burnham either way. Like, so I wasn't, like, going in as a hater. I, listen, no, I almost said Bo Burnham is a strokes to me, but I do have opinions me. on the strokes, and they're mostly good. Um, but Bo Burnham is, like, Ryan Adams to Oh, <laughs> baby, you just clocked me right the fuck out of this movie because I see the vision, and I understand what you mean, and I will me, not be watching. Wait, what, what, what I mean by comparison. No, no, no. Don't even explain Ryan it. Adams. Is like I am aware of him in like you know the sphere of the world. I'm like I know who he is. Um, I've never liked him either way. I've never consumed anything by him on my own. Um, I'm like aware of like two things. That he a bitch from like and... when he was on YouTube. No, just oh, like from Burnham is not, not a bitch. I'm talking about Ryan Adams. Sorry, my bad. I just have like, Ryan Adams. Here's very strong here. dislike we for can Ryan end Adams. episode here. Here's Ryan Adams' three crimes against four crimes against humanity. We'll start out with this: Yoko Onoing the strokes and their relationship amongst each other. Yes, his relation in air quotes to be clear. His relationship with Phoebe Bridgers, his relationship and marriage to Mandy Moore, his entire musical career. Those are his crimes against humanity. Those are not in specific order. Um, they will be rearranged depending on the day and how I feel. But those are his crimes against humanity. 